Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Hey everyone, Luke here. So, you might have been aware of the fact that a whole bunch of arctic storms have sort of ripped through the country. As a side effect of that, uh, some shit happened with Sam's house and a big old tree and some sickness and just long story short, Sam is kind of out of commission this week. So, with that in mind, we're going to do a little cheeky Patreon feed drop featuring a Muppet Christmas Carol. So, yes, it's a few days late, and no, it wasn't planned, but you know what? That's how things happen. Sometimes you just gotta roll with it, baby. So anyway, enjoy the feed drop, and we'll be back soon with some fresh new Keanu Reeves content. Thanks, y'all. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's me, your old pal. Don't, don't worry now, don't be afraid. It's good to be here, though it is also very weird to be here. I have been more like America's dad than ever before. Do, 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 do. Patreon, it's the Patreon. Two good dudes and a big wheel of decisions. Patreon. Hey folks, welcome to the Patreon. Uh, so Luke, yeah, uh, we're uh, we got we got quite a tie uh, how, this month. <laughs> how many is in the tie? Tied for for first place is how many people? Uh, let me take a quick look at the decision wheel. Praise be. Praise uh, be. That is five. Mmm, a five-way tie for first, huh? Yeah, which um, I gotta tell you, Luke, we got um. 28 submissions. Mmm, that's too many submissions. Folks, it was too many. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not doing that again. Nope. Uh, we're gonna change some rules in 2023 because that shit was bonkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to type all of those. I didn't like that. So... That's just me sort of fetching. Uh, Luke, are you uh, you ready to see the uh, decision wheel? Praise be. Praise be. Yeah. Um, smack it and let's. Well, let's see. Can you? Do you want to read off the five or so that we know sort oh, of what yeah. we're we're facing down? Yeah. So, uh, here here we have the decision wheel. Praise be. Praise be. And uh, our options are: she's the man. The Pacifier, The Muppet Christmas Carol, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Legally Blonde. Mmm. Yeah. So we got some options here. Yeah. Uh, is there anything, Luke, that, that 
uh, piques your fancy, or do you just wanna do you just wanna spin the wheel and see what happens? Yeah, I don't want to editorialize. I want to just smack it and let our let the decision wheel praise be. Um, All right, sort of tell us what we're doing. All right, are you ready? I'm so ready. Smack it. Here we go. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh. Oh. Okay, it is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Praise be. This is going to be. Praise be. This is going to be an extremely good time. I really hope so, because I frankly don't recall if uh, if I have seen Muppet Christmas Carol. Or oh, if man. I have, it's been quite some time. It is. This will be time number one that I watch it this year, and then I will watch it again in December. Because that's uh, Ooh, nice uh, or later in the month, um, because that is uh, a yearly tradition in this household to watch this Ooh, the Muppet okay. Christmas special. So, yes, very excellent. nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think it's going to be very appropriate for for the December exclusive. Mm hmm. So, uh, folks. Uh, we're gonna go watch this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be nothing to you, but it'll be uh, at this point several days. Yeah, uh, for us. So uh, you hang tight. We'll be right back. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh. So uh, we watched 1992's The Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, Luke, you got anything to report from when you watched this bad boy? No, nothing huge. Watched it on the mouse hose, mm-hmm. as per usual, yeah. uh, with the Muppet stuff. And, yeah, saw a lot of stuff I didn't notice before. This movie keeps oh. on giving. Um, okay. Yeah, so nothing nothing unusual to report. What, what was up with your watch? Uh, Not a whole lot, except I'm pretty sure this was my first time seeing it. Really? You hadn't seen this before? Luke, I am Jewish. <laughs> That's true, but I feel like Muppet Christmas Carol is is on everybody's radar. I mean, it's the Muppets, man. Yeah, I, as near as I can tell, it was not in the Seagull household. Mm, I mean, that makes sense. Can't argue with mm-hmm. that. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, like I've said before, maybe I didn't uh, in the intro. I can't remember. It's been a couple days. Since we did that intro, yeah, so it has. mere seconds for you, the listener. But um, yeah, we watch this ding dang thing every year while we get Chinese food on Christmas Day. Like hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this thing's a fucking staple. Um, sure, yeah. yeah. I hey, I can see why, but I, I do we even break down the plot? I do feel like most people know it. Yeah, and this is the Patreon, so I don't feel like I have to work quite as hard yeah um yeah so it's it's charles dickens christmas carol ghost of mm-hmm. past present and future christmas mm-hmm. humbug you know the yes. stuff it's all there um so what'd you think man i adore this movie Mm-hmm. yeah like i said even for the like 
let's say fifth or sixth time through, I'm noticing new stuff. I can't remember any of it now, but there's just little throwaway lines that happen. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, man, that was a good one that the Muppets done did. Um, yeah. What'd you, what'd you think of this puppy? This movie, my guy. <sighs> mm-hmm. It's joyously fun. It yes. put a fucking smile on my face <laughs> in a big, big way. Um, God, I had a good time. I had a nice. good fucking time, man. I was real sleepy when I watched it, so I was afraid I was going to fall asleep, but I didn't because it's so ding dang fun. It's a. It's just, can we confidently say, having watched a couple of Jim Henson movies at this point mm-hmm. uh, of varying quality, yes. I, think, I think it's worth saying that this is probably as good as Muppets get right here. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. I did enjoy Labyrinth, but this is a whole other level, my guy. Yeah, because me, is... yeah, me and the roomie were talking about this because she's a big devotee of Treasure Island, the Muppets Treasure mm-hmm. Island movie. But I've not um, seen that. Oh, it's so good. But we both agree, this is as good as Muppets get right here. Muppets Christmas Carol yeah. with Michael Caine. So yeah. God, it just man, we watch a lot of stuff. Okay. There aren't a lot of movies that we watched that put a smile on my face, but this one did. That's awesome. It really, like, put me in a pretty fucking slap-happy mood. Nice. I mean, that's the intended goal. It's a good, fun time. It is. It is. And, you know, I hate saying it. I I feel like you could take something away from this. Oh, you're saying there's a moral to be gained from all of this. One that is not overly saccharine, yes. Yes, which, you know, I mean, that is sort of the point of the the carol. Sure, but uh, the the moral of the story is not what the movie says it is. Oh, okay. Well, before you ruin it, um, let me just Mm -hmm. say this really quick. Um I really appreciate this movie because unlike all of the cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies that are absolute schlock, mm-hmm. uh, granted the source material on this one's really good, but this movie isn't the, the point of the movie is not it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's like it's Christmas is ancillary to the main message, which is that maybe you should be charitable and joyous sort of throughout the year um, or or whatever you're about to say. Uh, the rich are evil. Yeah, I mean that too. Yeah, inherently. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you have enough money, that you uh by redistributing it could fix everyone's problems, you are inherently evil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, can't really argue with that one either. So, what do you? What's your opinion of Scrooge at the end of the movie then? Scrooge at the end of the movie is much like any billionaire uh, who gives a ton of money to charity in that he does it more to help his image rather than to actually do any good. Yeah. And so it would be better to tax him heavily Mm -hmm. and redistribute the money across the town so that they're not dependent upon him still. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, universal basic income is what you're you're advocating for here. 
Um, I'm talking. I'm talking UBI. I'm talking uh, uh, healthcare, free healthcare. I'm talking free school. I'm talking um, a strong social safety net. Yeah. I'm talking good schools. I'm talking good salaries. I'm talking a progressive tax structure, people. Sales tax, get out of here. Yeah. No, this all makes sense, and I am a strong advocate. Um, I will say that this is a fucking Muppet movie, Sam. It is, yeah. Yeah. They can... Hey, hey, this is a fucking Muppet movie about about a story written by Charles Dickens. Yeah. And I feel like (laughs) if... If Muppets can handle David Bowie's huge dick, then Muppets can handle wealth redistribution. Yeah. Hey, can I give you a quick insight into Charles Dickens really quick? Sure. Um, so we were we were poking around on the Wikipedia looking at this guy uh, mm-hmm. after the movie. And uh, when he was 12, he was sent to work at a boot lacquering factory. When he was 12. Huh. Now, this was because his family was in debtor's prison. Now, right. a great aunt or somebody died and left them a ton of money and they were able to get out of debtor's prison. But you know whose mom was like, nah, you shouldn't go back to school. You should continue to work at the boot lacquering factory. Jesus, please us. Oh, Chucky Dickens. Uh, yeah. His mom. Okay. Yeah. So here's my question. Yeah. What factory would be more appropriate for a 12-year-old? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, none of them. Um, but if I had well, to pick one... Um, is there, like, a Build-A-Bear factory? Like, a factory where they're just making Build-A-Bears all day? Well, I believe that would be the store. Yeah, so if they could just work in the store mm, making Build-A-Bears okay. all day... I like that. I think um uh, I think a build a bear would be great. It Yeah, I mean what uh, the only other thing I can think is like a Nerf gun factory. Mm, Nerf gun factory is also real good. Or maybe a paintball factory. A paintball uh, factory, a coal mine. Um <laughs> uh, a super soaker factory. Um yeah, Campbell's Soup Can Factory. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know, like a steel mill? Yeah, steel mill, lumber mill. These are good accessible mm-hmm. locations. Um, yeah, you know, just something, something fun. Uh, a victory game. Uh, a victory game. A video game factory. Yeah. Um, Where they make the discs. Mm-hmm. So, kind of just a DVD pressing factory, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um... But uh, my point being, ch- old Chucky Dick uh, is probably receptive to the message you're laying down. I don't know, you know, where he stood on socially mm-hmm. and like socially progressive issues, but I have a feeling that a guy who was forced to work in a boot lacquering factory at twelve, yeah, would have some firm opinions about that stuff. I mean, the worst part is back then you had to apply the lacquer with your tongue. Yeah, they hadn't figured out a better way to do it. And -hmm. those boots needed to be lacquered. And that's why, as we all know, Charles Dickens was a member of the hashtag Yang Gang. (laughs) Big supporter of Andrew Wang? 
Yang? Uh, yeah. yeah. Did yeah, I yeah, say yeah. Wang? You did. God damn it. I was so focused on trying to figure out if it was Andrew or Anthony uh, that I fucked up his last name. But yeah, Andrew Yang, uh, Charles Dickens' favorite presidential candidate. Yeah, it's amazing that he's still alive. I guess it's all those boots that he licked back in the day. <laughs> it's the it's the boots that he licked and the universal basic income that he yeah. hopes for. Yeah, that's the only thing keeping his his husk alive mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, but with the current Tory government, I don't think he's I don't think it's going to happen. Oh no, Chuck. absolutely not. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you had a great time with this movie, Sam. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, a lot of laughs, a lot of smiles. Um, God, I love the Muppets. Yeah, I the, love Muppets the Muppets are, Muppets are phenomenal. Any, any <laughs> way you slice a Muppet, it's a good cut. Yeah, so who's your favorite Muppet then? Animal, for sure. Well, Dude, it's a, Yeah, that's a classic Muppet. It's a slice, or excuse me, it's a, uh, a dead heat. An even tie between uh, Animal and the Swedish Chef for me. Ooh, yeah, I do love the Swedish Chef. Yeah. Um, they're all great, though, man. I mean... Yeah. Okay, so who's your favorite Muppet? I think Rizzo, the rat. Rizzo's pretty good. Yep. Rizzo's great. I do also like Gonzo in this one. Um... Yeah, I, there's not a bad one in the bunch. No, I was just thinking that I was just running through every single Muppet like Pokemon in my head, and uh, yeah, they're all pretty. I I catch them all for sure. Oh yeah, I actually I will say Ghost of Christmas Present really made an impression on me. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I just just the whole like look of this guy being with his big big old fucking head. Yeah. Uh, and his uh, constant forgetfulness. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Loved him. Yeah, all the ghosts were pretty great in this one. Uh, the first one. The first one I found a little challenging. A little dark crystal-y for your tastes? Just, she was a little unnerving to look at. Mm, okay, so you got spooked out by the ghosts of Christmas past. Yeah, because she had those big unblinking eyes that were too Mm -hmm. big for her head. Yeah. And she wasn't a Muppet. She was something else. Yeah, again, she's kind of got the dark crystal labyrinthy sort of look to her. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so she she doesn't quite fit in with, like, Beaker or whatever. Correct. Yeah. Who is probably Kenna's favorite. He's, yeah, he's up there for me as well. I think. Yeah, Kenna, it that dude could shit on uh like right in Kenna's shoes and she would still love Beaker. Yeah. I mean Beaker's a classic. All these ding dang Muppets are just absolute units, total classics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which one fucks the most? Kermit, clearly. Okay, yeah. See, I was thinking Fozzie Bear. I think Fozzie also fucks and gets weird with it. Yeah. Yeah, he likes chains, uh, plugs, whips. Yeah. Cream. Not whipped th- cream. Cream. 
I think he specializes in plugs. Plugs of all varieties. Mm, plugs, yes. plugs for every orifice, and even some you haven't thought of. He's into it. Yeah. I... You know, Fozzie Bear, looking at him, you can tell he hates a gaper. Yeah, he likes a plugged hole, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but I think throughout all of Muppets media, it's pretty clear that it's Kermit that goes to Poundtown the most. Yeah, so, okay, I was I was going to get into the Muppetverse a little later, but we're going to just get a little, a little amuse-bouche now. Mm-hmm. Um, how do Kermit... And- in Miss Piggy fuck hmm. because frogs have cloacas and yeah. pigs don't well he's got two he's got two hands a mouth and a heart don't he mm-hmm. but he but they reproduced Luke yeah I kind of feel like it's a surrogate situation mm. yeah but because yeah you know that actually that would make some sense because two of their kids are pigs and two of them are frogs. So exactly. obviously Miss Piggy went out and fucked another pig and yeah. Kermit went out and fucked another frog. Yeah, or spawned, I guess, with another frog. Yeah, however it works. I'm um, no frogologist. No frogologist. Um, yeah, I f- which I feel like Miss Piggy got the better end of that stick. But then again, I don't know how frogs feel about spawning like if they're excited about Mm. it and it's a real a real something or you know we should ask a frog i've never done that but i feel like we could go out and ask a frog yeah how do you fuck and are you excited about it yeah mr frog do you you want kids you excited about kids yeah you excited about little tadpoles or what What's your mm-hmm. whole deal? Yeah. Frogs. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, what's your favorite part of the movie? Um, hmm, I have so many, but I think my current, the thing that's coming to mind is, uh, Fozzie Bear has a big Christmas party in the mm-hmm. Christmas pass. Um, an animal has a big wind up, like he's gonna play the drums like he do. Uh, Mm -hmm. and then he just hits a triangle and he's like, uh, 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 ding. So pissed off about it. Yeah. That's probably my favorite part at the, at the current moment, but there are many scenes in this movie. uh, Oh yeah. That I greatly enjoy. So what, what, what comes to mind for you? Honestly, like the opening song. Ooh, opening song. That's a good one. Yeah, the opening song is great. Um, I did also enjoy Marley and Marley, that song. Yeah, um, Marley and Marley's real good. Though half of that is because um, our our patron, Adrian, uh, I was hanging out with her and her sister, Leah, and uh, somehow Muppet Christmas Carol came up, and so they just sang Marley and Marley. Mmm. Like, perfectly. Perfect. Awesome. Again, I hadn't seen the movie. Yeah. So I just had to like listen to it. And then when I finally saw the movie, I was like, oh shit, they fucking nailed it. And so I was cracking up in a big, big way. Yeah, that's pretty good. You had, you had a a past, you had a history with Marley and Marley. 
I did, you, yeah. you hadn't fully explored until watching this movie. Plus, nothing more heartwarming than seeing two rich dudes who are dead. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's one way to view it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, there's just there's so many little things in the. I do like when uh, how Rizzo keeps getting hurt, and then he yeah. jumps off of that fence, and then is like, "Oh wait, I forgot something," and just crawls through the bottom. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. that was an excellent gag. I just loved it. Yeah, I mean, the patter is really good in this movie. The Rizzo and Gonzo show. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. Pretty excellent in between the the thematic bits. Also, I just love that Michael Caine showed up for this gig. And one, perfect casting. Could not have cast a better person. spot on. Yeah. Uh, But I love that he showed up for this and had had to think about it and landed on, I'm going to play this as straight and as dramatically as I possibly can. Like, I'm going to treat this like it's Shakespeare. Even if I'm and talking it, to a personified rat. And it so fucking works. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think if he played it goofy at all, it would suck shit. Yeah, it would. It absolutely would. Yeah. Just, just like how um, there, there are a lot of, like, smart jokes in here. And I also like that they use, I assume, a lot of the original language of the Christmas Carol, yeah, like with with Gonzo's like uh, narration and whatnot, mm-hmm. it's just I appreciate it because a lot of a lot of kids' movies these days are fucking stupid and they talk yeah. down to kids mm-hmm. and treat them like they don't know dick about shit. And I like that this treats kids like basically adults, and it's just smart. And I it just it's much more respectful to kids, and I like that. Yeah, which is what we keep saying in this episode. I mean, kids are kids are smart and uh, capable enough to work in any factory, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, or mine. Or mine. Yeah, put them just put them to work. I guess they're old yeah. enough to understand the movie. They're old enough to, to put in some put in a shift, a shift or yeah, two. Yeah, if you if your kid can like hang with Sesame Street, they can work at a nuclear power plant. That's all we're saying. Yeah, that's all we're saying. That and universal basic income and mm-hmm. yeah. health care and schools and all these other, you know, social safety yeah, net Yeah, strong so- social safety net. You know, policies that all mesh perfectly. Yeah, there, there's no cognitive dissonance with any of this. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, I think we should have a strong social safety net and we should repeal child labor laws. Yeah. I don't understand why people keep giving me weird looks when I, when I run for... Uh, state legislature <laughs> yeah put 12 year olds to work that's your that's kind of your whole platform these days actually mm-hmm. like the other stuff i don't know but it's not polling great is my my bad news for i you. got shellacked in the primary yeah. and again i don't i don't know why because it's um put kids to work cats should vote mm, yeah Mm-hmm. I, but it doesn't resonate with the people of Little Rock, and I can't figure out why. Hard to say, you know. Mm-hmm. It could be could be the attitudes have changed considerably since old mm-hmm. Chucky Dickens' day, um, mm-hmm. regrettably. But you know that's what everybody keeps saying. We got to take it back to the old days. We got to get back exactly. to our roots. Make so, America great again. 
comma, like when we had child labor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we didn't have child labor laws uh, and you could get Applejack for a cent. And exactly. then uh, avoid your children and get drunk. As I said in the last debate that I was in, the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire was just a hiccup. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to overcorrect or anything like that. Put kids back in. Yeah. Yeah, lock the doors. Exactly. I'm just trying to be a job creator here. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Get these kids off the street where they're doing things like trick-or-treating and playing sports ball and put them in a factory so that I can have cheaper shoes. Yeah, I mean, if if the, you know, looking at these alternatives to what we have now, Mm -hmm. you'd you'd see fewer kids, so that's great. Uh, Yeah. You would, you know, kids wouldn't be getting into trouble as much, and you'd get five dollars cheaper Nikes. Exactly. Like, don't you know when you go to a, uh, you get on a plane, and there's a baby screaming the whole time, and you're like, ugh, it, I've got the solution. Put that, put that baby in a coal mine. Yeah. Put it to work. Yeah. We need to you. We need to produce more natural resources, Luke, so that our economy is competitive. Okay. Yeah. And we can't do that until we leverage this massive population of children mm-hmm. just slumming it yeah, on on the couches. I mean, these kids got no ambitions, too. They want to be TikTokers or Twitch oh, streamers. God. What they need is to learn how to weld. Exactly. Yeah. They need a little bit of of dirt and grime under their fingernails, a little bit of coal in their lungs, a little muscle on those arms. Yeah. You know. Love that we're we're, you know, adopting this platform as as two desk job white dudes with a podcast yeah. um who work from home who and are recording home. this podcast in the middle of the workday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're really the ones to know about, you know, micro-style dirty jobs really getting exactly. out there. <laughs> yeah. Who else like, why is, aren't is there, better informed? Why aren't there 12-year-olds emptying out septic tanks? That's what I want to know. God. That would be... I'm not advocating this. All right, jokes is out of the room. I'm not advocating <laughs> for this. But if you were getting your septic tank pumped and you walked outside and there's just a dirty 12 year old smoking a cigarette who's like hey man i'll be done in like 15 minutes wouldn't you lose your mr patrick i'll be done (laughs) i'll be done scooping your your septic tank here shortly (laughs) 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 yeah it'd be pretty it'd be pretty righteous um wouldn't it though yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Muppets. Muppets Christmas yeah. Carol. Um, I actually have a question because I'm real fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, it, is humbug an actual word? It is now. Okay. I don't know but, if it was before Chucky Dick. Tricky, tricky Chucky Dick threw it into the book. Okay, so it was just... It was just like a, a sound to be like, blech. Yeah, basically. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Because I was just wondering, because he keeps saying, like, humbug, and and then, like, it, like it means something. And I was like, I, I'm a little confused on this, and I feel pretty stupid. No, I think it's a good question. You know, it is, it's a little dumb to ask. Uh, yeah. No, I, there, I think that's fair. But, yeah, you, you're on the money. It's essentially just a, ugh, kind of noise. Okay. Yeah. The other is, um, is Ebenezer Scrooge Jewish? <laughs> I don't believe so. Because I, I got to tell you, for something that, that was written in the 19th century when, just like now, being anti-Semitic was all the rage, mm-hmm. um, a guy who hates Christmas, makes lots of money, and is very greedy... It it just feels like old Chucky Dick was like, um, I just want a Jew here, and I yeah. want to make him kind of the villain until he embraces Christ and celebrates Christmas. And celebrates Christmas. Not to... Okay, so I don't think he is, but to corroborate your, your suspicions a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, I may be talking out of school here, but I'm pretty sure Chucky Dick has some depictions of Jews in his other works that, mm. let's say, are suspect. I gotta tell you, dude, back then, you couldn't swing a cat without hitting someone who had some depictions of Jews. Yeah, exactly. That era in England? No mm-hmm. good. No good. And you're talking about a country that, uh, what, like, few few centuries prior kicked all the Jews out. Yeah, said, no, thank you. Yeah. Kicked all the Jews out. Yeah. And and then their economy suffered, and they went, why? Why, yeah. did, our, why did the economy suffer when we sent all the, the money lenders out? Yeah. Yeah, there's that. And then this is also the, like, it's weird because it's also peak, like, Baron Rothschild and Benjamin Disraeli era. Mm-hmm. So you got you got Jews that the English are like, hell yes, we love these people. Um, so yeah, I, you, yeah. So I the other thing, honestly, that makes me think that Scrooge is Jewish, um, is that uh, I mean, every year, uh, on on the night of Christmas Eve, I, I am terrorized by three spirits. Mm. Um. Uh, do do you have this now that you've uh, converted? No, I don't. I huh. no, no. What are mm. the three? What are the like the same three spirits or? Oh are the yeah, spirits... no, the same, same ones. Christmas, oh. past, present, future. I feel like it would just be because my experience for, for the last you know not participating for the last mm-hmm. let's say six to seven years has been, um. A lack of anything. I mean, the most relatable part of this movie from a Jewish perspective is when Scrooge throws open the windows and goes, mm-hmm. you boy, what day is it? And the guy goes, it's yeah. Christmas. And he goes, it's Christmas. Extremely relatable. That one. See, the the other thing that I kind of related to him on is when uh, I think he's uh, pissing and moaning to his nephew about how, like, everyone's going around, like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. He's like, shut the fuck up. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And I I hate to say, 
Um, I feel that in a big, big way. Yeah. Yeah. No Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's not well received. Um, no. Uh, particularly, like, when when I saw a Christmas co- commercial prior to Halloween, I did yell fuck off at my TV. Yeah. Because no. Absolutely not. Yeah, at least because we were still in Colorado at the time. They were they were putting up the Christmas decorations pretty yeah. pretty early. Actually, no, I take it back. We were here. Anyway, that's where yeah. I saw it. They were putting up the Christmas decorations down at the old home despot. Mm-hmm. Um, it it doesn't look Hanukkah lasts eight nights. Christmas is one day. It should not get it's promotional period extended to prior to Halloween. Yeah. You know, cause I mean, in, in a numbers game, just looking at the numbers, eight, eight, eight days, eight nights. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one day, these mm-hmm. things are not equal. One of these they is are eight not. times the fun. Yeah. And so if we do the math, just real quick, back of the napkin math, I'm pretty sure that if you promoted Hanukkah, the way that, that people promote Christmas, then you would be having Hanukkah commercial Hanukkah commercials all year round. Yeah, all year round, baby. It loop it would loop back on itself. We would mm-hmm. still be experiencing 2020s Hanukkah yes. commercials in 2022, basically. <laughs> yeah. Can you fucking imagine? It's like, hey, come on down for Hanukkah 2021. Mm-hmm. It's like it's 20. It's 2022. What the fuck? Man, I kind of love this parallel universe where Hanukkah is the the more celebrated uh, Mm -hmm. festival, festivity. Because can you imagine all year round Hanukkah deals at your local car dealership? They're just like, come on down. Oh, my God. Eight crazy nights of sales. (laughs) Come on, get you a Lexus (laughs) at a deep discount. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, you can't get these third night prices just anywhere, folks. You got to come down to Crazy Harvey's Happy Hanukkah Sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Light a menorah on these deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. God, I love I'll, this. I'll honor these deals as long as this oil here burns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's only enough for one night. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. I there's a lot of solid evidence here that Scrooge is Jewish. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think we sorted that one. Um, Luke, do you want to go to the Muppet verse? I was about to ask, because you, you dangled this in front of me earlier in the episode mm-hmm. when we were talking about who fucks the most. Um, yes. I love a good dip into the Muppet verse, so let's do it. Okay. So, it, we're, we're presented with a universe where Muppets and humans live side by side, and clearly there's no, like, novelty to the Muppets. Yeah. Right? Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. well-established. So my question is, where did the first Muppet come from? Because we know the first humans came from Adam and Eve. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. Clearly. Is it sort of like an AI situation? Like someone made a Muppet at one point, and then the Muppet could make other Muppets? Is there like a father Muppet 
Like a Muppet oh. God, a creator Muppet oh, somewhere? Oh, okay. Well, the creator would have been the person who made the first yes. puppet that then gained sentience somehow. Yeah. I think we're... So what we're talking about is the originator. The, yes. The origin of Muppet, which would right. be... The or you know this original Muppet that gained sentience, sort of Pinocchio style, right? Hmm. Now, how did this Muppet come to be sentient? Is a very good question. Yeah, I mean, I want to say that it was uh, only through the grace of God. Hmm. See, I was thinking it's like a castaway situation, like someone was stuck with a puppet. That's better. For so long that they truly in their heart of hearts came to believe that the the sock puppet or whatever was a real person. And then it became a real person. Yes, because we all know that if you wish something was real hard enough, it does become real. If you truly believe, I think it's almost like a... uh, um, what's it called like a string theory type thing like if you Mm -hmm. if you believe hard enough then the quarks and the bosons will rearrange so that we live in a universe where that is possible basically you have okay yeah yeah you've retooled how the universe works through the power of your own mind so then did that muppet have to ask its creator to make a second muppet so then they could begin reproducing? I don't think so, because we have a huge species diversity within the Muppet world. Mm, yeah. Because there's sort of your generic Muppet, like Beaker. It's like a like mm-hmm. a person, but is a Muppet. Right. But then you've also got the Kermits and the Miss Piggies and the Fozzie Bears of the world that are... Oh, uh, so well, you're saying... That Muppet Prime went and fucked like a rat, and then Rizzo popped out. Here's the thing, though. They're all just stuffed puppets. It doesn't uh-huh. matter what they look like. So to me, I see Kermit the Frog. But I think the fact that they've had to specify that Kermit is a frog means that Kermit really is just a bunch of stuffing and felt. There's nothing truly froggy about Kermit. True. Does that make sense? I think so, yeah. He yeah. doesn't have, like, frog parts inside of him, is what you're... Is what I'm getting at, yeah. Yeah. Which would actually maybe make me retcon what I said about how they have sex in surrogates. Right. So Do they have th- to make hmm. their... They have to make, the, like, sow their own offspring? I think they have to sow their own offspring. But how do they imbue them with life? I think... Because if I sew a Sam doll... Yeah. That doll don't become... real. Okay. Here's my theory. And now, buckle up. Uh, Okay. Buckle up, Neil deGrasse Tyson, because here we go. I think Muppets are interdimensional world benders... Who every time, because there's, in all the infinite universes, there is probably one where a puppet comes to life. Mm Mm-hmm. 
sort of everything everywhere all at once style. So sure, I've not seen the movie, so I don't. Yeah. Um, but but I'll but I'll accept it. Yes, in, and in an infinite infinite multiverse, there's one where a puppet comes to life. That would be one puppet, Muppet Prime. Okay. And so yes. every time Muppet Prime or another Muppet creates yet another Muppet, they have mm-hmm. to break the fabric of the universe and find the next universe where that creation is also alive. Jesus. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Tiny Tim, making Tiny Tim meant they had to, like, for the fourth time... Mm-hmm. In their marriage or relationship, whatever, it's unclear. Um, had to to break the universe for a fourth time to locate. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. So that means that Muppets are infinitely powerful. Yeah, Muppets are crazy powerful is the part they don't really tell you. Mm-hmm. God damn. Okay. That is that is fucking wild. So, so I this kind of brings me to to my second question here. Yeah, is so we we have this uh, propagation of Muppets throughout this universe. Yeah. Um. Surely, at some point, there was like a Muppet civil rights movement, right? Because I can't imagine that Muppets just showed up and had equal rights. Unless they did. Luke, in human history, yeah. that has never happened. Where True. A, a new group shows up and we're like, yeah, let's treat you the same. Yeah, my point not being that humans were on board with this. Because as you pointed out, yeah, not once in the history of humanity has that ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think if if Muppets, what we're saying about Muppets is true, that they're plane striders uh-huh. capable of breaking the universe to bring new life into it. Um, I don't think that humans were able to, to fuck with them. I mean, maybe maybe in the brief Muppet-human war, the yeah, instant casualties... Yeah, I was going to say, you are, you are creating <laughs> a Muppet war. yeah. In the brief moment that there was a conflict between Muppets and humans, it was such a bloodbath. Uh, and yeah. that would be why we see so few humans in this. Because it is yes. mostly Muppets. It is mostly Muppets, isn't it? So in this universe that we're, we're visiting in A Muppet mm-hmm. Christmas Carol, folks like Michael Caine, you know, they, they basically are what's left after Muppets willed humanity out of existence. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. And yet, they still gave some of these humans a fair amount of power. Yeah. Because Ebenezer Scrooge holds sway over many of these Muppets. It's true. It's true. So I think the, the problem is that Muppets have a really rigid hierarchy. Mm, okay. Very, like a caste system within Muppets, if you I gotcha. Will. Yeah. And, and somewhere in there, somewhere in, in those levels, humans are better than some of those Muppets. 
Yes, exactly. Because humans did originate the Muppet. And the Muppets True. remember this. Now, right. they view themselves as the evolutionary next step. So a yes, step. of course they would. <laughs> of course. So a step beyond humans. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you know, you know, props, props are due to humans for originating the Muppet. Credit where credit's due. Yeah. Okay. It's, that makes actually a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty challenging when you start thinking about the broader Muppets show. It's terrifying. But, yeah. Yeah, it kind of is. It is absolutely terrifying. Um. Can you imagine Christ. just uh-huh. Dr. Manhattan style striding across the globe, burning everything in his sight as Gonzo with that face of his? <laughs> Yeah, sadly, I actually can envision that. Yeah, and Watchmen it's style. Beautiful. People screaming for out for help, <laughs> and Gonzo saying no. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I honestly, I think that's enough for the Muppet verse. No oh, man, God, I love the Muppet verse. Muppet verse is that's, real good. It's powerful stuff. Um. Okay, so. I, I have one more question, and then we're going to play a game. Okay. Uh, Which ghost would you most want to be? I think Ghost of Christmas Present. Right? Yeah, hands down. Ghost of Christmas Present does not have anxiety. No, it doesn't, doesn't have a memory long enough to, to get there, for sure. Yeah. God, I'm jealous of Ghost of Christmas Present. Plus, his whole steeze is pretty good. So Yeah, he's having a good time. He does die every day, uh, which is something. Yeah. Uh, but he still seems like a fun guy. Yeah, it seems like he's having a great time. His outfits are on point. The whole dying every day thing is pretty doable as long as you're undead sure, in yeah. the future. I mean, that's, just like going, that's like going to sleep. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I will say I loved the design of mm. um of of the third ghost. Yes. Christmas Future. Yeah. Just, ghost of Christmas just Future incredible. is pretty good. Yeah. Good design. So Luke, now it's time to play a game. Okay. And I think we should play yes or no. The game that okay. we see Scrooge's nephew play. So, um, I'll think of something, and uh, and yeah, you just ask me questions, and I'll answer yes or no. Yeah, okay, cool. Do you have it in your head? Yes. Is it Yes, God, Yes, a delightful 72-minute film? Absolutely not. Okay. It was worth a shot. It was. Um. <laughs> Um, is it someone we've done a series on? No. Okay, is it a person? No. Uh, is it an animal? No. Okay. Is it, is it, um, is it, is it not alive? Uh, decidedly, yes. Okay. Was it ever alive? Absolutely not. Okay. 
Is it a concept or is it a thing? Sorry, is it a concept? No. Okay, so it is a thing. Yes, absolutely it is. Is it a butt plug? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just following how your brain works. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. So it's a thing. It's decidedly never alive, and it is dead. Um... Is it colorful? Typically, no, but it could be. It's not calm, is it? it no. Okay. <laughs> that would be pretty peak Sam. Can I tell you, Luke? Cum yeah. is technically alive. See, that's where I was thinking. It's not... Yeah. It wouldn't super fit, but then again... I don't know where you stand yeah. on the issue of the raging issue within our society of whether or not semen accounts as being alive. It c- comes sort of alive. It's got little little swimmers in it. I'd I'd call yeah. those little buddies alive in yeah. some sense. Some yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm no I'm no scientist. So um mm-hmm. but we've we've gone sort of far afield from Yeah. Uh, okay. So is it come? No. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. But it can sometimes be colorful. Um, mm-hmm. I have a hmm. lot of questions as to why you think cum is colorful, but whatever. Well, typically not was why yeah, I was thinking. Um, but anyway. Yeah. If you're if you're seeing colors at all, go see a doctor. That's what I have like to say. Now. Like now, like a mediamente. Um, is it a toy? Um, there, it, it, hmm, it can be. Okay. But it usually is not. Okay. I don't fucking know, Sam. I don't know. I'm out of questions. Is it? You got yeah. you got more questions. Ask uh, ask about materials. Ask about movement. Ask about size. Okay. Is it is it big? Yes. Uh, d- uh, it monstrously. Okay. Is it is it on the earth? Ooh, sometimes yes, sometimes no. What? (laughs) Is it soft? No. Is it hard? Yes. Uh, riveting audio here. Is it? Yeah. I just want to see if you can get it now. I don't I don't care about the audio anymore. I just care about figuring out if you can get it. Is it so it's on the earth sometimes. But is it a is it a rocket? Ding 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 ding. Okay. It's a rocket. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not come. It's a rocket. <laughs> Cool, I guess. Yeah. I thought that was going to be better, but 
I picked rocket instead of cum. And so probably, probably would have been funnier if I had picked cum. Yeah, I could have I could have asked sillier questions too, but you well, know, it became all about the game. It did become about the game, much like in this movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Became quite a thrill to try to guess this thing. Rockets can be yes. colorful. Yeah, they typically aren't though. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's that's usually true. you know black and white. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're talking about those little kid rockets, like the toy ones, when it is a toy. Mm. Well, yeah, those those are colorful. Yeah, but I see. Yeah, you answered truthfully. You hit everything. Yeah. What? what you think I would fucking lie? No, I just I'm just surprised it's a <laughs> rocket. Uh. Well, you know the Artemis launch was wasn't uh too long ago, and that brought yeah. me. I I had a lot of fun watching that. Sure. So. That makes sense. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, uh, you got anything else to say about uh, this movie? Muppet mouths are hilarious to me. Oh, God, they're so good. They're so just, every time they, like, open their mouths, I'm just like, look at those little, like, felt faces. Mm-hmm. I think it makes the it's... whole concept work. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If they had teeth, it would be hell. It would be abs. It would be a nightmare. Hence, Dark mm-hmm. Crystal. So yes, yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's let's get on out of here. Let's do it. All right. Well, folks, thanks for for listening. Thanks for being members of the Patreon. Su- super great. Super helpful. Uh, we love you, all of you, and in particular, want to shout out our uh, our uh, Hanks's heroes. That's Russell Tuck and Daniel. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God bless us. Do you have a final quote? God bless us, everyone. I do. And it is no surprise. It is humbug. Perfect. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, folks, thanks for being members of the Patreon. Uh, we'll be back, uh, sometime.